Welcome to Thoughts on the Market and Happy New Year to all of you. I am Reza Mogadam, Morgan Stanley's Chief Economic Advisor. Along with my colleagues, we bring you a variety of market perspectives. Today, I'll be talking about the economic and market implications of the UK-EU Trade and Cooperation Agreement. It's Tuesday, January 5th at 4 p.m. in London. As the new year begins, Brexit is finally a reality. On January 1, after almost five decades of membership, the UK left the European Union's single market and customs union. London and Brussels did manage to negotiate an amicable divorce by striking a free trade agreement at the last minute. But that said, even amicable divorces can leave broken crockery on the floor. So let's look at the key elements of this agreement. Importantly, the deal preserves tariff-free, quota-free trade for goods between the EU and the UK as long as the two sides do not undercut each other, for example, through government subsidies or more lax environmental standards. This is a more ambitious trade deal with respect to goods than the EU has sealed with other countries. It will help avert chaos at UK-EU borders and soften the economic impact of Brexit. But tariff-free trade is not frictionless trade. Businesses will still be hit by significant regulatory and border checks. The hidden costs of such non-tariff barriers can range from a couple of percentage points in, say, construction to 15% in chemicals and could render EU trade unprofitable for certain sectors and smaller firms. But where the deal probably falls short is on trade in services. This is significant for the UK because services account for some 40% of total exports to the EU. And in contrast to a deficit in goods trade, the UK runs a large services trade surplus with the EU, particularly in financial services. Why did the UK opt to exclude the economically important services trade from the deal? The reason lies in the UK's desire for maximum independence and sovereignty, a key objective of Brexit. The political imperative of taking back control outweighed the economic benefits of maintaining alignment with the EU rules and regulations, especially with the UK out of the EU and with no influence on shaping its regulatory framework. So how will the UK use its new freedom to diverge from the EU's rules and regulations, particularly in services? It's not yet clear what direction the UK would take. Would the UK view the recent trade agreement with the EU as a platform to build a close trading relationship with the EU, its largest trading partner? For example, it could gradually move to eliminate non-tariff barriers and align regulations governing trade in services, the way Norway does now. On the other end of the spectrum, the UK could try to prune its regulations and taxes and build an attractive investment and trading environment on the doorsteps of the EU. The answers to these strategic questions will unfold only slowly, but they will have implications for growth, markets, and even the future of the UK as a united nation itself, especially given the strongly pro-European sentiment in Scotland. What about short-term market implications? Markets are certainly relieved that the chaotic no-deal Brexit has been avoided and that there is finally certainty on the parameters of the UK-EU relationship. 
at least for goods. Nonetheless, the pound, the euro, and the UK and European assets have gained only marginally since the trade deal was announced. This may be because of three reasons. First, the trade deal was largely anticipated and therefore mostly priced in. Second, while a terrible outcome has been avoided, the full outlines of the future UK-EU relationship are not yet clear. Finally, and most importantly, the pandemic is, for now, a more prominent issue than Brexit. Policymakers' efforts to curb the pandemic and the success in rolling out the vaccines are likely to be front and center for the markets. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 